Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. A lot to get to as normal. Recapping a full weekend in BYU sports. We'll run down everything you need to know about the Cougars from this past weekend. Whether it's football, basketball, or any other sport in between in the BYU Athletic Department. We will get to it on today's show. We'll talk about the opening line of BYU versus USF. Where BYU is pegged as the favorite in their upcoming game in Tampa, Florida this coming Saturday. We'll also need to catch up with Mitch Harris, a senior long snapper on this BYU football team, and start talking to some of these seniors, get their thoughts on their BYU career and where they've kind of come from and where they expect to go. You'll hear from him on today's show as well as catching catching you up, like we said, on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at Roman and All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about all those companies as today's show rolls on, but I need to take a minute here and tell you a little bit about what Deseret First Credit Union is offering our listeners. Deseret First Credit Union, of course, you guys have probably heard their ad campaign all over right now. It's no different here. They're asking everybody, what is, right, right now, what is your why? What is your passion that you're trying to chase? Whatever it might be, have you thought about refinancing your home to save that money and help fund that passion project? Refinancing, a lot of people think, hey, it's going to be a process that takes too long. It doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything, guys. It can be no-cost refinancing which is absolutely phenomenal. Rates are still low right now, so it's a great time to refinance your mortgage and keep more of that money in your pocket, potentially up to hundreds of dollars a month, depending how things are going with your current loan. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. Whether it's your first home, your fifth home, or you've got investment properties, the DFCU Mortgage Team will be ready to help you put you in the right position to get the right loan for you. Call them up, 801-456-7070, 801-456-7070. 7070 or visit dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC. Terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. With that out of the way, let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars for October 7th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thanks again for taking the time to download this show on a Monday. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU sports, so please subscribe, rate, and review the show on whichever podcatcher you prefer to use, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play or Google Podcasts, the Himalaya Podcast app. Essentially, anywhere a podcast can be downloaded and or heard, we are available to you guys. And thanks again for taking the time to check this show out. All right, let's start off. It's finally game week again. BYU went through a bye week last week, had the weekend off. A lot of players and coaches uh, taking some time off. Coaches, of course, went out recruiting across the country and here locally along the Wasatch Front as well. So big opportunity for them to get out and talk to athletes they've been recruiting. A few new offers went out. We're still working on. I'm still working on getting more details about some of these guys who got offers over the weekend. We'll recap them probably here later in the week. Get you some thoughts on them after I watch their film, etc. But 
BYU now back into game week mode as they get ready for a trip to Tampa, Florida to take on the South Florida Bulls. BYU opened up yesterday, and I saw this in most sports books, anywhere between a six and a six and a half point favorite, so nearly a touchdown better than South Florida. But the funny thing was, if you watch the lines, I don't know how many of you guys are big sports betting uh, junkies, but if you watched it, it quickly jumped down to BYU minus four. So that means people are putting money on South Florida to cover thinking that a touchdown difference between these teams isn't uh, in their best interest. Of course, a lot of people, I think, nationally are wondering, okay, who in the world is Jaron Hall? Of course, BYU will start uh, the redshirt freshman quarterback this week, his first start in a BYU uniform, the first African-American quarterback to start a game in a BYU uniform in their program history. So a pretty momentous occasion in that regard for Jaron Hall this week. But that line dropping to minus four, they still think BYU is a little bit better than South Florida, but they're also not thinking that these teams are going to score very much because the over-under on this game is 50.5 points, and that's not a lot of points in a college football game in this day and age. So should be an interesting game. I, I look at it, and I feel like BYU is a better team than South Florida. South Florida did take care of business on Saturday. Uh, they've been kind of up and down all year long. There was some thought that, uh, well, there is a prevailing thought that uh, Charlie Strong, the head coach of South Florida, formerly the Texas and Louisville head coach, uh, is pr- firmly on the hot seat, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. But still interesting to see that line sit where it's sitting for BYU. Jaron Hall, I believe, is a very capable quarterback. The coaching staff at BYU, in talking with them over the past year or so, they really feel like he has the ability to run this team as good as Zach Wilson did. They just feel like Zach Wilson had that just extra, I guess, touch or whatever it might be. It was a very close race between these two quarterbacks. And looking back now, uh, Jaron Hall getting all those reps in spring ball with the BYU uh, program with Zach Wilson sitting out due to shoulder surgery looks pretty smart in retrospect at this point because he got all those reps. He got to work with this first team offense a lot. Hasn't looked worked with them a ton during fall camp and especially during the season. But BYU spent the last week getting him ready to go, getting him up to speed, giving him the lion's share of the reps at as the starting quarterback for BYU. And I'm really confident that he's going to go out there and show what he can do. South Florida has got to be scratching their head saying, okay, who is this kid? What can he do? He has all of seven pass attempts in his BYU career at this point. So they're probably looking back maybe at his high school film, trying to figure out what kind of a quarterback he is. Jaron Hall's a guy who in high school, made a lot of plays with his feet, would get outside the pocket, really help his wide receivers get open with scramble drills and the like, and would deliver strikes to him. He's going to have to be better about making plays from the pocket, I feel like, and I feel like he's really shown that that progression as a BYU quarterback. He's not the tallest quarterback. He's listed at six foot one, so he's gonna ha- he might have a little bit of more of a vision issue trying to look over the BYU offensive line. But as a quarterback who grew up and was probably traditionally shorter than all of his offensive linemen for the most part. He's probably used to this kind of throwing to spots and not necessarily seeing a guy, but throwing to a spot and expecting his guy to go and catch that. And 
I think it's a big opportunity here for BYU to go out and really uh, gain back some of the trust they lost from that loss at Toledo. I was talking to a friend of mine this past weekend. I was at a wedding for one of my best friends in the world, uh, Nick, but we were I was with a buddy of mine from high school, and we were talking about this loss at Toledo, and he's a huge BYU fan, and he just absolutely lives and dies with the Cougars, and I get it. Most of you guys listen to this podcast, too. That's why you guys listen to this, but he said that that Toledo loss actually hurts more he feels like than even the UMass loss the Northern Illinois loss the East Carolina loss in recent years because he felt like and I had expressed this kind of this sentiment last week when I tore into BYU a little bit that he felt like BYU had turned a page he felt like he was being sold the false bill of goods when it came to the BYU football program this season and the Toledo loss just looked like well I was I'm a fool for believing that Kalani Sitake and his staff turned things around. There's a chance for BYU to get gain back a lot of their fans. They've got to go out and win games like they have up against South Florida here. You have a nationally ranked, a top 15 ranked uh, Boise State squad coming to Provo the week after that. There's a big opportunity for BYU to state claim that, hey, that uh, Toledo loss was an aberration. They're a better program than we expected, etc. But you can't lose a game like like this at South Florida. You lose a game like this at South Florida and you dip to 2-4 and four on the season, then I really think the wheels are you're really wobbling. The wheels start maybe wobbling a little bit too much with a chance to come off, and you might lose this season. This is an important game for BYU to go out and take care of. Uh, the betters nationally think the BYU is maybe isn't as good as uh, the initial uh, numbers came out to be, but those numbers are meant for people to, to draw action, for people to put money on them. We'll see. I think this line could go back and forth all week long, but still, it's a precarious position for BYU to be in, and they got to make sure sure that they stay on top of things as they head to South Florida because like I said you lose this game at South Florida and this season really gets out over its skis and you really could be on the verge of losing it and at that point Kalani Satake's uh, coaching uh, his job his he's firmly on the hot seat at that point I firmly believe that uh, with one year remaining on his deal going into next year so a lot, on, a lot at stake for BYU this is the easiest way to, to make a long answer of a short question this week as they head to South Florida. But Jaron Hall expected to be quite capable in a BYU uniform. We'll see how it goes. We have to wait five more days before we finally see the Cougars take the field again. But a big opportunity staring them in the face again as they try to kind of regain some of that trust, climb out of the hole they put themselves in with that loss at Toledo now just over a week ago. All right, we'll come back on in just a minute here. We need to catch up with uh, Mitch Harris, senior long snapper for BYU. It's a position that doesn't get a lot of glory, and guys who are long snappers don't want that glory or they don't want the infamy of their name being known amongst the fan base because they feel like it's a bad deal for them as a player. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about our good friends at Roman. We've talked about them on the past on this podcast, but they're back on the docket this week. And the biggest thing is in talking about erectile dysfunction or ED, it isn't easy. Let's be real about that. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, hey, I've lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I've had a long day at work. Sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. Whatever your excuses might be, well, guess what? You can overcome that because Roman, it's easy to talk about. With a real doctor who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a 
free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor works with you to find the best treatment plan for you. If medication is appropriate, Roman ships it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is just simple. Go to GetRoman.com slash lock, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, and complete an online visit. ED can be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete with a, complete that online visit today and connect with the doctor and take care of it, guys. Just go to Roman.com slash lock to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping on meds. That's GetRoman.com slash locked for a free visit to get started. Once again, GetRoman.com slash locked. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. A lot to get to on today's show. We're going to take a minute here and catch up with one of the seniors on BYU's football team, and that is Mitch Harris. He wears number 98. He's a long snapper for BYU, a six foot four, 219-pound athlete from Gilbert, Arizona. A guy who... He works at a position that you don't want to know names of, if that makes sense. Uh, long snappers, they toil in anonymity, similar to offensive linemen. But if their name is known amongst the wider fan base, it means they usually probably screwed something up. And Mitch Harris has got an interesting uh, interesting career to this point, playing for BYU. A guy who came out of nowhere to take the starting long snapping job a year ago, and he's done a great job in that time. He comes into this year as a redshirt senior, really looks Looking to uh, nail things down. He's done so through the first five games of the season. Expected to have a good run the rest of the year. And I had a chance to catch up with him, talk to him about where he came from, how he got into long snapping, and where his career is going and where it's been to this point as a BYU Cougar. So here you go. Mitch Harris with myself right here on Locked on Cougars. People last year saw your name on the roster as a senior, but you came back this year. So what was the whole situation revolving around that? So my first uh, semester of school, I was just a normal student, Mm -hmm. and I tried out for the team in the spring. Mm -hmm. So I'd already finished two semesters. And so I was a senior in school, but I only played three seasons. And so... Yeah, I don't know why. That was kind of a mistake, but I had been planning on playing this year anyway. Uh, So it wasn't, in fact, you had to petition the NCAA. You you had the eligibility clock. Right, I already had it. Okay, Uh fair enough. As a long snapper, you toil in anonymity, and I think you guys who do this position kind of relish that because you don't want your name known because it means you usually screwed up. Is that kind of how you see it? Yeah, I like to be unknown and just do my thing, you know. How did you get into long snapping? Um... In high school, my coach made me because we needed a backup, yeah. and I didn't really take it serious. I didn't really snap in high school ever. I never did it in a game. And then I always wanted to play collegiate sports. I thought I was going to play volleyball, actually. That's what I was going to try to do. And I ended up uh, just trying out for the team, just for the heck of it. And I watched some YouTube videos to try and tune in the mechanics of it, and I made the team. And, yeah, it's just been a random – it's been funny. I don't know, it's been kind of random, but I, I've never looked back, and I've loved every second of it. Yeah. There's like a whole camp series now, though. Like, I know Britton Hogan, who you work with, was in that Rubio camp series, right? Mm-hmm. Is it kind of funny that you're kind of the antithesis of what a lot of these guys are doing now with long snapping? Yeah, I never participated in any of those camps. Um, I just kind of learned through Matt Foley, who was the snapper before me, learned from him and just, just getting a lot of reps. What goes into making a good long snapper? Um, it's very it's a, it's very mental. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Once you get the... the mechanics down and you, you know what you're supposed to do it's kind of muscle memory mm-hmm. and so in a game in stress situations you have to be able to just uh, ignore the situation and just embrace you know your mechanics and just remember what you're supposed to do 
What's it been like working with the kickers and punters on this year's team so far? That's been a blast. I love the guys. It's been so fun. And uh, I couldn't have picked a better group of guys to work with me last year. We've seen Hayden kind of holding kicks and whatnot. What makes him a good holder? What goes into making a good holder? Um, he says he's very confident, and he stays calm under pressure. And, you know, the field goal unit is the operation team is me, the holder, and the kicker. And if I mess up, Hayden's got my back. And if Hayden has a bad hold, Jake has his back. And we all, you know, carry each other and and make the ball go through the uprights. So It's, it's, it's an operation. I, I completely yeah. understand. It helps it. when you have a very good holder and a very good kicker. So it helps me a lot to leave really some stress off of my back. What's your experience at BYU been like? Well, it's been awesome. Um, school's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied global supply chain. I'm now... Uh, you know, trying to see what I want to do, what I want to do for a career. Um, I found my my wife here. We get married in December. Congrats! So I found Riley here. So that, that's been an awesome part of being at BYU. But I've loved it so much. Do you have aspirations to try and go pro? I know it's a tough position to break in, but you think you have a chance? I think yeah, I think I want to try. Um, so I've been trying to. I need to put on some more weight and just keep working and getting consistent. And uh, I'd love to give it a shot. Mitch, thanks so much. Thank you so much. There you go. Mitch Harris, BYU long snapper. Thanks to him for taking some time to speak with me. He's a guy who played tight end at Perry High School down there in Gilbert, Arizona, but never long snapped, as you heard him say. He wasn't a long snapper in high school. He had coaches recommend it to him, but never took it seriously. Got to college, realized, hey, I want to play football some more, and got into it. A lot of these guys who are long snappers anymore have worked on this for years and years, but it's cool to see a guy really kind of come out of, out of nowhere and be a great player. Uh, Mitch Harris, also a former volleyball team captain in high school, a great player on the hardwood playing in volleyball. And it's awesome to see him doing what he wants to do in his in his college career. Say so he's got aspirations, as you heard him say, to go pro if at all possible. It's a tougher gig to get a long snapping job. But John Denny, I think, is kind of the model for that. Got his opportunity with the Miami Dolphins and had a long 15-year career there playing for the Dolphins until he was cut earlier this offseason or earlier this season as uh, Ross cutdowns took place in the NFL but you can have a nice long career if you get that break in the NFL and wish nothing but the best to Mitch Harris as he pursues that and it's just a cool thing to see his career doing what it's been or being what it's been having that opportunity to go out and show what he can do so thanks again to Mitch Harris we'll have more interviews like this with seniors of BYU players seniors who are kind of going through their final run as a BYU player over the coming days and weeks as the season draws closer and closer to a close getting their thoughts on their BYU careers, letting them uh, speak to what's going on in their career. And thanks again to Mitch Harris for taking the time to join us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I do need to talk to you about one of our great friends, one of our great sponsors on this podcast, and that is our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. They're a local company based in Utah County, but they don't believe in door-to-door salesmen, guys. They're not guys that are going to go out and knock on your door saying, hey, you want us to spray for your bugs? They don't believe pest control companies should be bugging you at home. They offer two different unique services, does All Guard Pest Control. They offer a quarterly pest control program, which is awesome for people who don't ever want to see a pest and have that peace of mind, knowing that no creepy crawly thing is going to show up all of a sudden. But they also offer one-time services. You need a one-time service, they'll come out, they'll treat you the one time, but they're not going to make you sign a contract for that one-time treatment. They'll leave you alone. That's what I love about Seth Baird and his team. Big-time BYU fans, but also the best of the best when it comes to All Guard 
to pest control issues. All Guard Pest Control is the best of the best. They use the safest products in the industry. They have great online reviews up and down the board. You can go online, check them out. Their online reviews are absolutely phenomenal. Seth and his team make sure that the customer is the most important thing when it comes to their pest control services. They also are the termite experts in Utah County if you have any needs for that. And when I say Utah County, they have the capability of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, not just Utah County, Salt Lake County, Tooele County, Wasatch County, even up to Davis Weber, Davis and Weber counties. You need their services. Give All Guard Pest Control a try. Call them 801-851-1812 or go to allguardpestcontrols.com for more information. Once again, Seth and his team are the best of the best. Let them know that Jay Catch and Locked On Cougar sent you. Give them a call. All Guard Pest Controls, 801-851-1812 or check them out, allguardpestcontrols.com. All right, guys, as we close out today's edition of the show, wanted to run down everything else going on in BYU sports. The number nine ranked BYU women's volleyball team swept past St. Mary's in three sets, 25-12, 25-22, 29-27, so a wild third set as the Cougars won their third match of the week, their eighth straight overall. Congratulations to the Cougars. Their eight-match win streak will come back to Provo this coming week as they take on San Francisco on Thursday before playing Santa Clara at home on Saturday. So a big weekend ahead for BYU women's volleyball. And best of luck to them as they look to defend home court this coming weekend. Number four ranked BYU women's soccer gave up two goals and fell down 2-0 against a Santa Clara, but rallied in the second half to salvage a 2-2 draw. Keep their uh, record unbeaten on the season, but they're no longer perfect as they take their first draw of the season. Uh, BYU had a tough go of things on the road here, but it's cool to see them bounce back. They went into overtime with an opportunity to win, but unfortunately came away with just a 2-2 draw. They're back at home this week when they host Pepperdine Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Mountain Time at Southfield. The game will be streamed on the BYU TV app. Audio broadcasts also be heard on the BYU Sports Network as well across all of their radio affiliates. So the first game of the season, BYU trails at halftime. No matter the comeback, salvage that draw and congratulations to the women's soccer team ranked number four in the country on that draw. Final note from today is that the BYU men's and women's swimming and diving teams they finished on top of the Intermountain Shoot out in Grand Junction, Colorado over the weekend, defeating their opponents Saturday afternoon. Uh, Head coach John Brooks said, this is one of the best meets we have had in years. I'm so happy for everyone. So congratulations to the men's and women's swimming and diving teams. That's awesome to see them go out and win both the men's and women's side of things. The Cougars will have two weeks off before they face Colorado Mesa in a dual meet at the Richard building pool. That'll be Friday, October 18th at 1130 a.m. Mountain Time. We'll keep you updated with any other news that comes out regarding the men's and women's swimming and diving teams. I would expect they're up for maybe some of the WCC honors and the like this coming week. We'll keep you updated on that. Actually, they're in the MPSF, so maybe the MPSF honors will be coming for the men's and women's swimming and diving teams. We'll keep you updated, like I said, regardless of where they're playing. All right, look, that'll do it for us today on Locked on Cougars. want to thank you guys for continuing to support the show. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Brought to you today by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, Roman, as well as our good friends, our title sponsor at Deseret First Credit Union. Back tomorrow with Kalani Satake's weekly press conference and a whole lot more. This has been Locked on Cougars for October 7th, 2019.